On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to be talking about the potential impact trade wars are or could have on your retirement accounts and what are some options you may have to give yourself a good night's sleep. So when it comes to using retirement funds, about 98% of Americans, 50 million IRAs, about $30 trillion in retirement accounts, but 98% of Americans are focused their retirement investments into traditional investments like stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, which have been great. In 2019, the S&P 500, as of early October 2019, is up around 15%. Dow Jones is up around 12%, which is great. Okay, Last year, it was pretty flat. This year, we've seen strong growth. The economy is in relatively good shape, very low unemployment. However, we all know equity markets go up and go down. There's volatility. And I hear this all the time from clients or potential clients looking potentially use their retirement money to do different stuff. Say, hey, I'm 50 or 60 or 70, and I'm tired of seeing this volatility. I'm tired of having to worry about trade wars or a war in the Middle East or impeachment or any of this other nonsense that can impact my retirement accounts. I I can't deal with this stuff anymore. I want to be able to do an investment that will give me a solid return, have limited risk, and I want to sleep well at night. And what should I do? So right away I say, well, I'm not an investment advisor. I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you what to invest in. But I am a tax attorney. I have a master's in tax law. And what I can help you do is educate you and hopefully broaden your horizon as to some of the available investment options the IRS and the tax code offer you. So most people don't know that you are not required to just buy stocks or mutual funds or annuities or treasuries with your retirement account. Okay, It's your retirement money, not the government's. And believe it or not, the government does allow you to do a huge amount of investments and a multitude of investment categories with your retirement account. In fact, the tax code says so in two sections, 408, 4975. And if you look at those two sections, and I'm going to just kind of summarize them, they basically say you can't do three things. It doesn't say what you can invest in, only what you're not permitted to invest in. And basically, you can't buy life insurance with an IRA, collectibles like antiques, art, or under 4975, any transaction that directly or indirectly, personally, benefits you or your lineal descendants, your parents, your children, your spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, or any entities controlled by such persons. So otherwise, you can do it. So we all know you can buy stocks like Apple, and you can buy mutual funds and ETFs and annuities and treasuries, but you probably didn't know you can also buy real estate. You can also buy gold or silver, even Bitcoin. Invest in a friend's business, tax liens, tax deeds, hard money loans to neighbors, to friends, to real estate investors. There's tons you can do, private equity, hedge funds, venture capital investments. Okay, as long as it's not life insurance, collectibles, or doing it with yourself or a family member, you can do it. So for people that are a little bit tired of dealing with impeachment noise or trade wars or Middle East conflicts, uh, how that's impacting their retirement account, I don't understand. We have this trade war with China. It has no impact on me. I'm retired. But my stock, the stock market keeps going up and down. I don't want to deal with that. I just want to be able to know that I'm getting X percent back a year. I have a good asset 
what are my options? So again, real estate is probably the most popular alternative asset. Without me telling you to go buy real estate, which I'm not trying to do, I'm just saying the IRS is giving you this power, the tax code gives you these rights. It's your, it behooves you to know your powers, know your rights. And my father always said, get an education, go to law school. If you don't, even if you don't want to be a lawyer, no one can ever take away your education. So I'm trying to sprinkle a little bit of education on every one of you to say, listen, the IRS and the tax code gives you the ability to do alternative assets. It's not, you're not forced to do it, but it is an option and it is available and it is legal and you are able to do so. And you can do so quite quickly, cost effectively if you, if you wish. And one nice thing about alternative assets is there is diversification play. You can buy hard assets, buy a house, for example, a condo, for example, you can get steady rental income, you can flip it or hold it and sell it and get returns. So kind of like a dividend stock, you can get the appreciation on the stock of the house and also the steady income on the rental income, just like a dividend. So a lot of people turn to real estate as a nice way to get a little bit more comfort in their life, a little bit more security. They have the hard asset. They don't have to worry about a conflict in the Middle East or how the trade war and negotiations with uh, the U.S. and China, how that can impact their retirement account um, and basically making their nest egg a little bit more localized versus global. Um, the way our world economy is today, it's a global economy, uh, whether it's trade wars with China or European uh, currency manipulation or the value of the pound and Brexit. Uh, all this impacts how American companies generate profits and how they report income and revenue. So all that will have an impact on the price of the stocks or mutual funds you own. So, that, and again, I'm, I have a lot of exposure to equities. I think it's important to own equities and mutual funds and ETS. I also believe it's important to diversify and have some other exposure to other assets um, like real estate. And so that's kind of what the point of this podcast is, is to say, listen, I'm going to tell you the IRS allows you to do different stuff with your retirement money. I'm not forcing you to do it. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just giving you the power and education to know you can do it. You can then localize your retirement nest egg and somehow shield it from more global financial or political uh, noise because if you own a house in Memphis or in Iowa City or in Sioux Falls, South Dakota or in Dallas or in Boston, if you, it's a good house and you have a good tenant, it's not going to matter what's going on in Sudan or in Syria because people need to live. They need somewhere to live and you have a good house and they're going to pay you the rental income and you're going to get the steady rental income into your retirement account without tax and you get the appreciation on the house. And if you're looking for something a little more simple, it's a great way. Um, if you want more exposure to equities. Again, 2019, SP 500, Dow Jones, all up over 10%, which is a remarkable super year. Great returns if you get over 10% in the markets. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, you probably, in some cases, may be able to do better in equities than in real estate. But if you don't want to deal with uh, exposure to, to political turmoil and global economy and global financial systems, then that's something to consider having more local. Uh, focus and a little bit more shelter from political and global financial uh, impact. So anyways, this podcast is not really about telling you how to make money with your retirement account. That's not my job. 
my job and what I'm passionate about is educating people and letting people know what your rights are, what your options are, and what the IRS and the tax code has given you the power to do with your retirement account. Of course, it's up to you to decide if you want to do traditional stuff, stocks, annuities, or a little bit more alternatives, and how you want to mix and match your investment uh, opportunities. Anna Bergman, IRA Financial, thanks for watching, listening. Please subscribe to my channel generally once a week. I'm pretty consistent on uh, releasing new podcasts, and generally they kind of tackle various topics surrounding retirement, finance, um, traditional alternative assets, and exploring different ways people and my clients are using their retirement funds to gain diversification and generate uh, wealth for their retirement.